Hello, this is Improvised Radio Theatre with Dice, with me, Michael Q. And me, Roger Bell West. Eh, the weather has turned to the, ah, wet, miserable and grey end of November. We haven't got the pretty bit of winter yet, we're just in the middle of misery. We have done weather, haven't we? I think at least once. Anyway, it's England, I mean, we it's England. Sort of yeah, I'm sure you could do something with the grey, miserable mush there is outside the window at the moment. Anyway, this month we're going to be talking about um, superstition, mostly about the strange things you do to make sure that good luck is on your side. And we'll be issuing challenges like knights of old across the across the the room here. Only from probably with less blood and certainly with less banging on bits of tin, more dice as well. But first, uh, we have. Uh, continue to re- receive updates from the bundle of holding and this week they have a thing it is fate fate bundle of holding number five uh, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna have a look at it but i i remain remain unconvinced that i i get fate i tried running it I, I i don't either but but i'm i'm still looking for somebody somebody who does to run it for me and failing that, I may just give it a go myself at some point. Hmm. Anyway, the, this bundle contains the fake core and face accelerated. Yeah. Uh, it also has a bunch of interesting worlds. And basically, I, I, I find I am gradually shifting towards lighter systems anyway, and we'll, we'll, we'll come back to that. Hmm. But and as, as long as they don't throw down great narrative tools in my way that I trip over, which fate sometimes does. But Yeah, so I, I, I used it for a one-off uh Recently, I, I did the 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 amnesiac schoolgirls thing I've I've talked about mm-hmm. before, and I found that the the assumption that you know what the world is like was built into was built into it so much that an amnesiac game was it was, it was all right, but it was it, but but it it, well, it wasn't being best served by the system. Mm-hmm. Um, but one offs may be a topic that the fate heads. Might want to might want to look at, but as a, as a system, it has, has some attractions to me, as well as some as well as some downs. Yeah. And there are some really interesting worlds being written, which could always be running something else. Um, yeah. And the, the, this bunch we've got. Um, let's see. All right, we've we've got not Scooby Doo, which fair <laughs> enough. We've also got not Robin Hood, which fair enough. But we've also got um, cyberpunk genderqueer DJs with vaguely similar feeling to that uh, Hugo nominated book last year, Space Opera. Uh-huh, which I didn't read. Never mind. <laughs> Many people hated it. I thought it was rather fun. But anyway, um, and, you know, we, we've got nature spirits infiltrating human cities. Mm, yes. Uh, in, in the bonus stuff, we've got space fighter pilots. We've got Uprising, which is the... The, the, the universe the, the, of that social deduction. The, the, all those social deduction games. Yeah, the, the, the universe which has, by definition, no background. Yeah. And it provides background to it, which is just weird. Um yeah. We've got Soviet Pulp Space Adventure. Oh, come on. Uh, we've got noir, noir Horror Crime in Los Angeles. Um, we've got uh, Martial Arts Fighting Games and Genetics as Destiny, Transhumanity. Oh, boy, oh, boy. And, and how, you, how you can subvert that, obviously. There's, there's some fun stuff in there. Um, we also have a tip jar. We, you may have noticed this. We, we are, have gone semi-commercial. Uh, and uh, this month we would like to thank who are we thanking uh, Robert Wolf. Thank you very much. We are we are grateful that you subsidise our very silly hobby. Um, uh, we promised to spend it on games, 
um, and other things we can fold back into the uh, yep. into uh, into the into into the podcast. We should also met, mention and uh, commemorate at this moment in time Gahan Wilson, uh, the uh, cartoonist, uh, humorist, who um, who briefly flashed across our awareness when he had a, when he had a GoFundMe campaign for his last days. We drank our um, refreshments, my tea and Roger's disgusting coffee substitute, out of uh, mugs uh, decorated with his designs for um, Call of Cthulhu. And I'm not quite sure what it is the investigators are chasing there. Um, You you got the player mug where the investigators are chasing the monsters. I got the GM mug that's the other way around. Ah, right. Less. I'll, I'll link to it. Yeah. Um, but we'd like to th- we'd like to thank him posthumously for his work and for his um, contribution. But now we move on. This is part of our series of discussions about. Elements you can put into worlds, useful topics that you can think about when you're creating campaigns, and especially when you're creating um, whole world backgrounds. Normally with a fantastic tinge, though I don't think we're, we're going to stick strictly to fantasy. What I want to talk about today is superstition. Now, in the very basic research I've done for this um, uh, segment... Superstition is originally a Roman term and was um, it was a perjurative term, um, as superstitio as against religio. Um, I think it, I think this particular snobbery continues to the present day. I am devout in my religion. You are observant in yours. He is just superstitious. Mm. Um, and it seems to have meant either a a reverence for the gods, or at least a reverence for the rituals of the gods, for the wrong reasons, or the remnants of old religions. Rome was um, haunted by the ghost of, of the Etruscan civilization, and a lot of their uh, religion went back to the Etruscan times, and the Romans did not perfectly understand it, and they, they knew they didn't. Well, their the basic approach was, um, we have just conquered you. That that god is really our god, so you can keep worshipping him. Just give him the new name and everything will be fine. That was the night. That was when they were being the nice Romans. Well, that, yeah, if, if people got awkward and said, no, it's not, that, then, it, then, it, then it was time for the sacrifice. I mentioned this before. Um, I only know about it because of GURPS, Imperial Rome, um, was a ceremony where they uh, took the statues of the gods of a, a conquered city in chains to Rome and said, we've captured them now, they're ours, and they're not yours any longer. Mm. Which is um, a really nasty piece of magic. Um, <laughs> but be that as it may. Um, well, yeah, in, 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 in English usage, the word seems to come in, in, in sometime in the 15th century, I believe. Yeah, probably through, probably through France. And as well, so certainly that the word does, though yeah. I'm not sure about but, the usage. Uh, in in common with most most writing of that period, it it is basically um, it's described as a form of sin. Mm. 
Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, uh, there are some Christian clerics who delight nothing, well, nothing so much as in, in discovering a new form of sin. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think in, in modern usage, um, what one could regard, I, I, I think one useful way is to, is to regard it as draw, drawing causal connections which are not there. If you do or don't do this, that other thing is more or less likely to happen. Yeah, it's. Um, I, th- I think there are two routes for superstition. One is remnant belief, things left over from a context that used to be there but isn't anymore. Cultural so, so, context. so you always doff your cap when you're when you're when you're crossing a bridge, but you don't remember why. Yeah, because I it, you, because it yeah. used to be a, yeah. a reverence to the spirit of the bridge. Well, I, I, this is going to be bad for me because I, I'm superstitious enough as it is, and you're going to add to my stock of superstitions. <laughs> um, but the, but, I, but I, I jumped into this with both feet, so let's go I, on. I just made that one up. Did you? Yeah. Sounds perfectly. You're, 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 you've caught the spirit of this. <laughs> um, there, I suspect there's a lot of back formation of explanations for oh yes uh, for superstitions. I I keep getting caught out by the um, by the not looking at the new moon through glass thing because I wear glasses and I can't see the damn thing. Are they um, actually glass? Hang on. You feel the weight? No, no, it's nothing like heavy enough. That's plastic. All right. Perhaps it's also unlikely to look view them through plastic. Through, view it through plastic. <laughs> Who knows? One well, one of these days, some 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 reformer will make up their mind. But. Um, I mean, this is said to go back to uh, witch cults and you shouldn't be indoors looking up at the new moon. You should be outside, sky-clad, dancing beneath it. (laughs) Now, I don't believe... I I, I have strong suspicions that may not be true. Especially in November. Well, yeah. Because because it smacks of 19th and 20th century reconstruction of witch cults. So so is an awful lot of the witch cult as we know it. Yeah. And... I don't know if the three and a match thing, which uh, you young people who do not smoke so much won't know about, but it used to be... Um, I'm lucky if I get my pipe alight with three matches. <laughs> no, it used to be don't like, you sit, don't like more than two cigarettes from the same match. On the grounds that during the First World War, snipers could notice you on the first, uh, range you on the second and kill you on the third. Though, though, though I don't know if I, how much I believe that there are certainly cases in which one was quite enough. Mm. Um, I've seen an explanation of that also that it originates with Russian clericalism, really, and that only only the chief priest was allowed to light the three candles with with a single match. Four, four candles? <laughs> no, uh, and, and 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 that this then got into um, the West during the First World War. This is this is published in 1940-something. It's, it's a link off the Wikipedia superstition page. You can see, yes, it did my research in depth. Um, yes. But, but the point, you, you the point is... You went off the Wikipedia um, superstition page. But by 1942 or whenever, that was at least regarded as plausible enough to publish. Not, no, it's not, mm. it's not claiming to be serious research, but... Yeah, the, but... There is a, an impulse in the, in the human mind to... Um, to, to make uh, to make sense of things, even if you can't. Yeah, there's, there's probably a, a proper term for this, um, but what I think of it is uh, is the pattern recognition engine in in the human mind in overdrive. Yeah, because if you're you know, the, the, there's a plausible evolutionary pattern to this, 
if you your survival depends on spotting the saber tooth. Yeah. In, um, and you know, you, your cost of running away is relatively low because you can always come back when there turns out not to be a tiger there. Mm. Uh, your your cost of staying and being eaten is relatively high. There, therefore, there is an evolutionary pressure for, towards false positives and away from false negatives. Uh, statistically, it's, very, it's much easier to get one at the expense of the other than to get them both better. Mm. And th- therefore, I, I think an awful lot of things take the form of this happened, then that happened, and maybe it, maybe that maybe that conjunction happened twice. That maybe there's a causal link. Yeah. Um, the this isn't uh, though. I'm sure ultra rationalists out there will t- tell me it is. This isn't a form of insanity. It's it's a habit that's insufficiently under conscious control. I think. Well, an insanity is is, is uh, just what 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 everybody else agrees is an insanity. Well, I think I think I've well, well, well right. what, my, what, my, my, my my internal definition of a mental disorder is one that stops you doing the things you want to do. Yeah, or causes you to do things you don't want to do. There's a uh, there's a point in which pattern recognition of of, of this kind maybe not no. Uh, fall, falls into paranoia and um, into into persecution. Paranoia but, is very uh, classical paranoia of, of the they're all in, they're all in it together. Variety is very much the same root as this. Yeah, I think it, I think I I was thinking of the possible um, of the possible skiffy uh, uses, science fiction uses of the phenomenon. Um, one was a race that is even more superstitious than we are. Um, I'm not sure quite how you'd use them, though it would be more fun if they were right more often than we are. Mm. Um, and Well, look, looking at the research, it, it appears that the, it, superstitions are more likely to grow up around negative events and rare events. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, because you can't test the rare events. Repeatedly. Yeah, but also, also this is a, a thing Skinner came up with. Uh, he he called it superstition in pigeons, though though that's arguable. Um, mm-hmm. But he found that if the um, if the if the feeding was intermittent, then the mm-hmm. pigeons would develop all sorts of patterns that had nothing to do with the feeding. Yeah. Uh, but this worked last time. Coming up on the time when when the feeding might happen. Mm. Well, and and th- this would actually be more reliable if it was intermittent than if it was reliably on schedule. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, because the, the the pigeons can test, whereas something that you have tried once and maybe it sort of worked, you don't abandon. You keep trying. Yeah. Also, I I, I think I don't I don't know a lot of people who are performatively superstitious. Raise his finger. You, you don't make a big fuss about it. Mm. I've never known you say. Have you ever I've, seen me pick up green dice during a game? You prefer not to. But yeah. All right. All right. I've, I've, never, I've never seen you have a choice between that and not playing the game. True. All right. Maybe I. But you'll you'll notice me twitching over the colour green. Fair enough. On a, on a regular basis. I, I'm, I'm just thinking of. Um, I, I've certainly heard of sports fans who mm. who say it's terribly important that I wear my lucky shirt other, um, whenever whenever my team is playing. Yeah. And it, it seems to me that that's something that you could do tests on, but you don't want to because you're invested in the outcome. Yeah. You, you, you want your team to win and therefore you don't want to take the risk. I mean, what does it cost you after all? Well, my, my other skiffy thought 
um, was maybe there could be a bioengineered plague of superstitiousness <laughs> if you could uh, rack up the innate human tendency to excess pa- pattern recognition. Even more? Wow. Yeah, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm sure we can... Yeah, we we can we can uh, we can get where little rituals get you through the day. Um, whether they are well, uh, this is this is another aspect of that yeah. because um, exam superstitions going mm. going through the ritual of having the right the, your special lucky pen laid out in the right place and so on can produce a physiologically calming effect. Hmm. I think I was exam superstitious in the. Don't work too hard the day before sense, but that may may reflect well, that, my that, that doesn't character. need to be superstition. That's just good advice. Yeah, uh, but <laughs> um, deliberately goofing off um, and recognizing. Yeah, I don't know. But there, my, my, a... my father-in-law was known to take his students out a, a day or two before before their exams and teach them to build a dry stone wall. So, so so that they could have cuts and and and, and bruises on their hands, or but, maybe so that they could have a trade to fall back on. I don't know. Oh well, true. Um, all right, but I think for uh, game and world construction purposes, the point where it isn't meaningless, where it's some forgotten thing, is more more productive of story possibilities. Yes? No? Mm-hmm. Difficulty... Well, in, yeah, I, I, I think it has to be unverifiable or it's not superstition. Ah. Uh. I mean, let, let, let us consider a blatantly magical world. Okay. Um, I, I feel that wizards are probably not superstitious, because it, if if you don't if it's Thursday and you don't put the black cat exactly there, mm. evidence says things will go wrong. No, uh, no. So, as wizards may be wrong. They may be operating from a a tradition or a set of writings that are mistaken. Oh, okay, it depends on whether it's an ascending or descending fantasy. Whether whether you're Developing new magics and doing research the way I the way I tend to think of it, or whether you are looking back on the grand old days, whether it's Ars Magica or uh, uh, what's it called, uh, not Penumbra. Um, yeah, the multi cook with the silly name. We'll put it in the show notes. Uh, so, yeah, Ars Magica. You are developing the science of magic. There are remnants from the, the old age, um, but you're making sense of them and codifying them, and and usually losing some of their subtleties, but. You're, you're making them part of your system, whereas uh, the one with the silly name, um, yeah, yeah you're... De- de- descending magic may well be. We have this thing. Um, you, you get a similar thing in Warhammer Forty Thousand. We, oh, we, yeah. we we have this mechanism, and when we do this, 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 and this, yes. it works usually. Yeah, and maybe the thing yeah you know, it would be quicker if we didn't do some of those things but maybe the thing we're do, maybe the thing we're dropping out is the equivalent of saying grace or maybe the thing we're dropping out is the equivalent of applying the shielding and we don't know yes um we we are uh, and we have no means of getting any further which is the which is the definition of a, of a descending yeah magic. A, again experimentation is expensive yeah. Because you because you might try a thing and then you know it works for the first ten times and then you then you don't have half a planet anymore and you certainly don't have your irreplaceable relic anymore. Yeah. Um things inherited from the from from the ancients. Okay. In that case in that, that second case, superstition is gonna be galloping rife all over all over the place. Um and and people are doing things 
and they don't know why why they work, and they know it, which is alarming. But you're saying if yeah, it, well, in, in in that in the Warhammer setting, it, it is it is made explicitly religious. Hmm. But it does seem to me that if you had someone who who was looking a bit beyond that, they might well then say, well, yes, we we just don't understand this tech. Hmm. Um, and yeah, yeah, I I cannot say whether whether step seventeen is is a vital one or not, and neither can anybody else. Yeah, uh, we have not the understanding. The are you? I was thinking that superstition would be more a useful route from the ones you discover to to work towards hidden ancient truths, towards their. I I think you have to be. Do you have to be able to test them to make that work? Hmm. So let, let, let us right. have seventeen identical sports teams. Yeah, and <laughs> and, and and let us let us blindly substitute the lucky shirts of uh, of the uh, uh, of the supporters and see what happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's going to get complicated. Um, the what do you do when you discover that it does make a difference? You attribute it to some other cause. Well, that you at, think at, you can that, at that point, I, it seems to me that, that that is bridging the gap between superstition and science. Once, once you start studying it systematically and drawing observations and conclusions, you you are doing science on something you don't understand yet. Mm. Whereas the superstition is following the same procedure because it seems to work most of the time. Yeah. Um, well, in that case, most cookery is pro- is pro- uh, by most people is probably superstition. Um. It depends on how you look at it. I mean, in, in, anything I okay, I, I can just follow a recipe, yeah. and generally, the first time I make something, I will follow the recipe. Um, but usually, every time after that, I will tweak it a bit hmm. um, because I want to know what will happen, and I want to know what effect is this thing happening. Well, okay, I'll, I'll try using less of it, and how does that affect the taste? Or I use a bit more of it. Or, yeah, I, I, because I'm when I'm cooking, I'm usually cooking for me. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not having to feed a party. Um, I, can, I can do that, and that, that is certainly my approach to it. Except, well, I feel that I, I know how to make a roux, but I don't know why it does what it does. Um, I don't know why it thickens and um, and, and flavours the sauce. Um, but I, 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 know, I know enough of the routine that I can reliably make, make a roux for, uh, for two or three of my best dishes. Um, but I, I don't understand the chemistry or... Hmm. Well, it, it, yeah, it, from my it, point of view, I'm following a ritual. You can you can operate a telephone. True, with, without necessarily knowing a lot about what's going on behind the scenes. There's a lovely moment in our game yesterday, listeners. Um, we were playing vampires, and uh, my, my vampire was born in 1920. Rogers, who is more contemporary, tossed me his phone and said, "Here, erase the uh, the the memory before you you call the police." And there was. Uh, <laughs> I, I did have my hands occupied at the time with another vampire. Um, the yeah, all right, yes, yes. This uh, all right. Here's something that that I think you could regard as borderline superstitious. Mm. Uh, my my driving instructor was a police instructor, yeah. and he he was teaching me the standard. You know how how do, how do you get started? Which is Conventionally, you get into the car, you put your belt on, you put put the key in, check hand check the handbrake is on, the car is in neutral, mm. uh, and then s- actually start starting the engine. His approach to this 
didn't involve putting the key in until after you'd done the handbrake in neutral, I suspect. Because either he had, or his instructors had, mm. used sufficiently dodgy cars that you might well get a spark when you put the key in and it could leap into life right then, so you'd better be ready for it. Mm. Now, if that was because of his experience, then it's not an entirely unreasonable thing to do. It's going to be very rare yeah. with, with anything, any car that's still legally on the road, but you know, it's still a possibility. But maybe it was something that was passed down to him and he just yeah. did it. Yeah. He didn't tell me that was why he did it. He just he just did it that way. And you're forming a backstory to account for it. Yeah. Um or similarly um in the very early day, uh, very early 20th century when automatic pistols were a fairly shiny new thing. Mm-hmm. Um for a period of about 5 years they they were noticeably less reliable than revolvers. Mm. There are gun there are gun enthusiasts now who still believe that automatic, all automatic pistols, all, all everywhere, are less reliable than revolvers. Mm. It hasn't been true since the First World War. But, uh, <laughs> uh, but their, 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 their teachers taught, taught them that, and they were taught that by their not, teachers. Not even necessarily taught, just they, they picked it up as part of the attitude. I like, I like these, I don't like those, they're unreliable. Well, people don't like to do research, for one thing. <laughs> Present company, possibly. Exactly, yeah, possibly. A fair number of uh, this is All right. I, I'm seeing... All right. The, hang on. Let me get back to a pattern of thought I was in a moment ago. Um, I was seeing the, the possibility that superstition might lead you to, uh, to deeper mysteries, maybe deeper horrors, if the people of this village always do things this way to appease the fairies. Maybe they're onto something, and maybe the fairies are the malignant kind who will be annoyed. Mm-hmm. Maybe this is the one case where the superstition makes sense. But I find there is a limit here, and I suspect the limit is this is um, the, 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 if we start with Earth, if we are basing our superstition on the real world, and because. Uh, people think they know uh, about su- superstitions they have come across before, whereas if they're thrust into an unfamiliar culture, I suppose it could be an unfamiliar culture on Earth, they're more likely to say, what is the real cause of this? Also, I think from from a constructed narrative point of view, that this, this is a thing in favour of Ken Height's dictum about always run things in the real world if you can. Yeah. If you If you say the game is on Earth... And then you say somebody being superstitious. Well, that's plausibly just a thing that happens. Mm. If, if if the game is on Alpha Centauri two B, yeah, and you show somebody being superstitious, that I think there is more of a sense of well, it it might be random background detail, but it's probably important. Ah, uh, yeah, that the, is the, 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 further, the, yeah. the further you get from the familiar world. Yeah, the GM wouldn't have put it in if it didn't mean something. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, obviously, there is scope for red herrings, but. Um, as a GM, what what I'm trying to do is make the players think they've solved it just barely. I'm, mm. I'm not trying to bamboozle them. It's that that's actually quite easy. Yeah, I. Hmm. All right, maybe this is a dangerous um, narrative technique to use. I, well, I, I would say in use in moderation the further you get from the real world, because the mm. greater significance will be placed on it. Yeah. Um, does the same uh, caveat. Um, apply to um, societies 
unfamiliar societies in this world, and and, and the example of all the, all that damn garlic hanging around the inns in Transylvania uh, suddenly comes to mind. <laughs> yes, uh, yes, that that that's definitely in there for uh, 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 as a signal. I wanted to, what I would like to do if, I, if I'm going to you use... got all this garlic hanging around the door. Well, my wife only makes the stew once a week. You have to store it somewhere well, till then. Yeah. <laughs> The, the the castle on the hill. No, 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 sir. It's a ruin. Nobody's been up there in years. Howling? That's just wolves, sir. Don't you have wolves in England? You are very lucky. <laughs> um, yeah, I think I think creating new superstitions is probably always going to be hard. Um, I I seem to recall some high tech superstitions in some traveller uh, products. Because uh, that was a universe with a lot of um, of ancient um, stuff lying around, and a lot of races had been bent out of contact by the uh, bent out of shape by their contact with the ancients. Mm. Um, and I think that can probably, except that it's the sort of thing that uh, that that player characters aren't interested in it's the sort of thing you give the ancient professor whom they're accompanying um, an opportunity to show off with uh, rather than being something that they notice themselves yeah um, which, which shades into oh this, this culture liked prime numbers therefore I'll step on these tiles and not, not get hit by the yeah. or... oh it was the other way around damn <laughs> <laughs> yeah the uh, Right, the okay. Superstition, um, and not 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 wanting to tread on anybody's sensibilities here, particularly yours. Go on. Um, I I think it is hard to draw a a particularly firm line between superstition and religion, though one one could argue mm. that re- religion attempt uh, religious attempts to inflict um, alter the, alter the world. Praying for something yeah. could be more on the superstitious side, while religion as a source of an ethical system is, is clearly not. I I think the distinction I would make is between an isolated practice, um, which is carried forward by uh, by pure word of mouth and cultural repetition, and nobody um, offers catechisms in uh, in. Uh, in the in the uh, in the superstitions of the theatre, you're just expected to pick it up, mm-hmm. and you're expected not to be baffled when somebody says the ghost will walk tonight, um, which means you get paid. It's not always a certain thing. <laughs> there, 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 there are, um, but so that's, certainly uh, things within Catholicism which, which I was brought up in. Yeah, um, there are things which are never part of instruction, but you are expected to pick up things about the the, the way you do things. Um, when you're supposed to do this or that or the other, yeah, you um, learn you know, by no, nothing really huge, but but you, but you, as far as I could see, everybody learned it just by seeing what other people did and copying them, rather than you um, expect that being to taught. You expect that to be to degrade a little bit over time, hmm. but um, I would say a religion has a system. Um, whether it's tosh or not um, depends on things you can't control and probably don't know about. But um, the but but it, it it views what it does as part of something explainable that they can explain why they do these things, or at the very large. least they can say, 
and beyond this this portal is a bit that we know we can't explain but mm. but here's how it interacts with us yeah um here are yeah there there, there are mysteries um but but they can say but they can say here is what we believe and here is how we've tried to explain the uh the contradictions don't get involved in debates about the trinity really no and the real pre- and the real presence in the eucharist is another one which plunges straight into metaphysics of the most uh aristotelian kind um which uh, which nobody with a scientific training is going to be able to take without special exercises. I mean, don't have confused people when you suddenly start distinguishing between substance and accidents. Oh, don't I know it. <laughs> oh, but the, 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 this is only an amateur interest for me. I, oh, me too. Yeah. But, uh, uh, but the... Yeah, as a religion has system. Superstition has explanations for each individual thing, but they don't hang together as a system. Oh... All right, all I, right. I think a lot of religions have started off as a collection of things which have perhaps been been um, ground down so that they fit each other a bit better. Uh, that's a that's a point. Though, that's though a point to, to, to be fair, a, a superstition is usually its own thing. Hmm. Um, all right, there there are people who believe in in multiple ones, and I, I suspect if you're prone to believe in one, you're likely to believe in another one. But but nobody says thirteen is bad for the same reason that it's unlucky to do something green. No, um, there's there's no attempt to put a reason together at all. It's just this is just the way it is. Yeah, um, I was born on Friday the thirteenth, so I have the inverse eh. uh, superstition there. Um, I. It's interesting to note that black cats are lucky on one side of the Atlantic, this one, and uh, unlucky on the <laughs> on the other one. And my my point of view is that there is this great subatlantic. Con, uh, conduit, which is uh, sucking all the luck out of um, out of America when people let have black cats walk in front of them, and and uh, and uh, dispensing it over here. So, so basically, it's a cat-based probability battery. Yes, um, and therefore you should be nice to black cats. Uh, in fact, all cats. But uh, and and uh, it's in the city of Ulthar, etc. Yeah, right. It's knowing which cats are which in the city of Ulthar that is the tricky point. <laughs> and and environs, yes. Um, all right, I think you can take some superstitions and ramp them up towards being actually the remnants of something full scale meaningful. Mm. Um, the cats of the, the cats of Ulthar, for instance, um, cats from a from just uh, coming from a player character decision to be slightly batty about kittens. Um, because he he was he was one of the people with low sanity at the start of the campaign, <laughs> um, uh, built up into a whole thing about time traveling cats by the end of my laundry files campaign, um, in which in which they they were discovering that the one hope of humanity uh, was that the cats would intervene at uh, the moment of case nightmare green. <laughs> Charlie Stross, if you've heard that, I want I want at least an acknowledgement. All right. <laughs> And I think you can take super. I think there's a path of taking a superstition and gradually finding the meaning behind it. Mm. I if, think so it should. If you've got I the sort of game prob- where you're uncovering secrets at all, it's a it's a very good one. I th- I think possibly 
you should do this to one player character at a time, so the <laughs> others can mock him and start uh, and start referring him to the group psychiatrist. Mm. I think that's that's the way to do it. That's the maximum cruelty. Um, well, one thing does occur to me when when something new comes along. Yeah. There will be superstitions round it. There are, yeah. They, they may well be presented as something else. I, I'm thinking, for example, of the way that um, just a, a, as vaccination was something new and shiny, yeah. homeopathy was invented. Uh, when electricity was something new and shiny, you got electric baths and all sorts of other things. Well, yeah, yeah that, I, think, I think that's the pr- the primary huckster instinct, <laughs> which also pr- produced uh, radium uh, uh, as a as a as a as a health tonic. Mm-hmm. Radium tonics um, are fine until you drink so much that your jaw falls off. Yeah, um, I, I, just, I wish you hadn't told me that. I will point out that uh, in, in Japan you can still buy radium tonics, but for yeah. health reasons they no longer contain radium. <laughs> and for, for health reasons, Coca Cola no longer contains cocaine, which is false advertising, as far as I can tell. Um, Roger, you, uh, I, 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 I don't know if he meant it seriously. Last week he was helping me um, do a backup on a failed computer and he asked me what the name of it was and I said I hadn't bothered to give it one. And you said, Roger, that, that, oh, that no, no, no wonder, wonder the poor thing was, was, was falling apart. And I think that there may be a trace of superstition <laughs> and ritual in your own behaviour. There is a slight trace of a technical reason, which is once you start bunging the things on a network, a unique name is really helpful and will will, will avoid a whole bunch of a whole class of problems. Uh, a whole class of Mike's computer number three. Uh, yeah. However, yes. Um, also, um, I've built an awful lot of computers, and generally they don't work as well unless they've had blood. Yours? Yeah. Yeah. During the assembly process, doesn't it? Doesn't need much. Just a scrape is fine. Also, you never take a machine from Windows to Un- from Unix to Windows. Windows to Unix is fine. Once they've had a taste of Unix, they don't want to run Windows again. <laughs> There's some superstitions for you. You heard it here first. <laughs> Cultural anthropology. We must be very careful to preserve this. Um, in, in for future generations, so that cultural anthropologists of centuries to come will, uh, well, that's we'll the root of the robot revolution. Yeah, they want blood. I need blood to function. You will provide me some, but a name first. A name first. <laughs> what am I called, Daddy? <laughs> Moving on. Roger and I will both be attending the uh, venerable board game and role-playing game convention, Stapcon, up in Manchester in the first weekend of the new year. And uh, Roger, as is his want, has come up with a cunning wheeze. Oh, it's all my fault now, is it? Oh, yeah, it's, it's usually, it usually is. Um, has come up with a cunning wheeze for, um, uh, for answering the question, well, what should we run? At Stabcon, we each run. We don't do it together. No, but, but you, usually I take at least one role-playing scenario, and uh, and I try to. Uh, I'm not always reliable. Oh, neither am I. But um, 
it seemed seemed to me that we it, it is easy to get into ruts. True. And so so I, we we vaguely thought we would challenge each other to do something a bit different from what we usually do. Okay, let, let, let's focus that vague thought. What vague thought did you have? Well, what I usually do is blatantly GURPS. Yeah. Uh, and there are some potential downsides to this. Um, one of which is I think there are people out there who see a thing saying GURPS and then decide they're not going to play it. Okay. Possibly they don't know it very well or they, they have negative experiences with it in the past, whatever. Mm. It's also, to be fair, a reasonable amount of work to get characters up and ready for it. Yeah. Um, I, all right, I, I, I have a friend who will often do that for me, but it, even so. <laughs> uh, and, and I find that pr- pretty much any system that has something like skills works as an effective substrate for the sort of game I like to run, which is much more about the, mm-hmm. are you, can you put the clues together and solve, solve the mystery than it is about, do you have, can, can you survive the fight? Though there's usually a bit of that too. Yeah, I, I feel that I have to have, um, I normally have to have the, uh, the mechanics of a fight to make it real, but I'm more interested in the, in, in the psychological um, nature of the of the characters and how they interact and GURPS is good with that as well mm-hmm. um, but um, you were talking about getting out of a rut so what ruts am I in do you think um well the, the, the ones I think of are ones I quite like actually but <laughs> I mean the, the, the last games I played of yours uh, uh, at, at a stamp con that I recall were the dread, mm. the 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 um, university investigation, yeah, and a dungeon world, yeah, adventure. Uh, and while I, while I'm not a fan of dungeons, I, I like the atmosphere we got out of that. I'm not sure to what extent it was. I suspect it was mostly the players mm. um, having fun rather than the system provoking us to have fun. But I think it was a bit of both. Yeah. Okay, and um, so, so, certainly uh, you, you're a, a person I expect to, to turn up with a, with an indie system I've never heard of before and make it work. Okay. <laughs> so, what else should I be doing? Hmm. How about something um, a, a, a more technical sort of plot? Okay. A, mis- a mystery to be solved, a puzzle to be solved. Okay, um, you want... Okay, I can do that sort of thing. I'm not sure if I can write it. Okay, let me have a think about that. If we start writing adventures for each other, it's going to get very silly. True. I have a, I have a set of... Um, I have a set of games which focus on that, but, but I, I... Okay... Would you like it to be Gumshoe? I, I don't have particularly strong feelings about Gumshoe. The, 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 one, the one I would like, as we will have mentioned earlier, is, is uh, Fate. But I think that needs to be run by somebody who gets Fate. Yeah. Um, I, I cannot promise to get Fate by the first weekend in January. <laughs> um, I've been thinking quite hard about this slim volume. Paul Beldovsky's The C- Cthulhu Hack. Yeah. Which is based based on the Black Hack, which which is a um, light, lightweight um, dungeon bash game. 
Yeah, there's also uh, the pedal hack, which is for Tecumel, which I there, which there are is very, which various is a, others. I, I gather they're broadly compatible. That you might have to do a bit, a bit of, uh, mm. but it, it's pretty much the opposite of the sort of thing I usually run. It, it doesn't even really have skills. Yeah, um, you have if something happens to you and you want it not to. Yeah, you make a stat save. Mm-hmm. Yeah, something hit you. You roll strength, whatever. Um, that's not actually true. Uh, you you have investigative resources, yeah, which are which are smokes and flashlights. You you use one of those, yeah. You, you have you have a die rating on this d six d ten whatever. You use one of those, it automatically works. So that's mm. kind of gumshoey. Yeah. You roll the die. If if it comes up a one or two, something bad happens and the die goes down a level. Mm. So you know you you're you're searching the the, the office in the warehouse and and. Um, so that that that's um, flashlights is the investigative stuff. Yeah. Um, you you roll the die. Um, you you will whatever happens fi- find the um, key bit of accounts that points to the next clue. Mm-hmm. But maybe if you roll a one or a two, you see that the night watchman's coming around. You're going to have to get get away from him. Yeah. That sort of thing. It, it's I mean it's it's got sanity. It's it's got the, all the things that a Lovecraftian investigative game needs. Yeah. But it's forty four pages. Including an adventure. <laughs> Are you pointing that at me, or no? I'm suggesting I, I might give it a go. Um, okay. I, I I have played an adventure uh, run under the first edition with Watson Hall. Yeah. And it was as a result of that I ran ran into Paul a, f- uh, a few months later, and he gave me this copy of the book, which I feel I ought to use because I really rather like it. Mm. This is this is the second edition. Well, I uh, all right. Uh, let's let's go with that. Something investigative from me, and and the Cthulhu hack from you. Alert listeners will have noticed that Roger has posed the challenge to himself. <laughs> this well, is that, what that, I mean. That's how, that's how I was going to frame it. You asked me to suggest something to you. Okay. Yeah, no, I, I did. But, but uh, well, it's, it started with you asking me to suggest something to you. Never mind. Um, <laughs> let's, see, let's see what we can, what we can do. All right, something investigative, something detailed, something where... I can't hand wave too much. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Let's see what I come up with. And now, the next part of our serial, The Fathomless Sleep. Talking to the Made Man. I think it's time to take my life in my hands. In which particular manner? Go and pay a social call with Mr. Alexander. Whitey Alexander. Well, Whitey is... Uh, it's still early, I agree. And, um, uh, but Whitey's in. And after doing a favour for his accountant yesterday, um, the... Uh, he's glad to glad to uh, uh, to uh, spend some time time with you. Uh, he, he lets you in. Uh, he sits you down, offers you coffee rather than booze. There are hunting trophies, oak furniture, a rifle rack, uh, giving an air of rustic manliness to um, uh, Whitey's office. But uh, and he's clearly busy. But um, he's got five minutes to. Uh, for you. Yeah, I mean, ob- observe the niceties, but when when we when we do get down to business, it's 
look, I don't. There, there are things I don't like to have to talk about, and I gotta say first, you know, I don't talk more than I have to. Yeah. But I gotta ask you about a dame. Oh hell! Well, didn't you? Didn't your dad just take you out and explain these things to your dad? <laughs> Helen Deacon. Ah, yeah. Bless her. Too good for me. Great little girl. Little firecracker. Yeah, but somebody... It's starting to look like somebody had an argument with her. Yeah, I haven't been up to see her. I hit she was back, but... Uh, Not too well. Not too well. Uh, Are they treating her right, do you think? They're doing what they can. Ah. Her sister hates me. I mean, I I blame her. Whatever's happened, you know. So what I'm trying to find out is what happened to her after she left, after she uh, parted from you. Oh, we're not parted. I'm not going up there. Just, Just in the sense of leaving the building, you understand? I understand, well... He can hear the implication. I can hear the implication. I'm trying to soft-pedal the implication. You know... Look, something's happened Happened to her. I... Uh, and in my current situation... You saw what happened in my car park last night. Business rivalry can be a bitch, can it? It can, yeah. There's this guy, Bud, Bud Baron. He's uh, been squeezing me on behalf of this piece of work from out east called Siegel. Bugsy, they call him, but don't you call him that because he don't like that. And I haven't seen her in weeks, not since she went off, went off somewhere, I don't know where. I think it's her sister, or maybe those crazy, those crazy cultist people she hangs around with. You hear, I hear things about them doing stuff, dancing naked around the Hollywood sign. You know where, where that starlet jumped off? Mm-hmm. A few years back. Good grief. And, and things are bumpy for now, and I don't want to, I don't want Helen here while things are bumpy. I mean, it could have been her in that... She could have been in that car if she, she'd come. Eventually, Guy will will see these... these... <coughs> punks out of town. But... Just like Charlie Crawford did with Capone in 27. Look... Who, who, so you, who are you Baron, working for here? Who's, what's your interest? Nobody in your line of work. The family's paying. Uh-huh. I tell you, is that... Uh, I think it's the bitch of the sister. Twisting her. Twisting her again. So, Baron didn't try to lean on you through her. How do I know? Didn't, didn't say we took her away, something might happen. 
Because that's if he the, had, that's do you the, think he'd be alive now? That's the sort of thing a guy like that might try. No. No, Baron is uh, Baron's just hanging around. He, he they've taken over that that, that newspaper place. Uh, what's it called, Hilliards? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was thinking that place might be worth a look. You be careful, Dex. I mean, I'm not going to weep if you die. I might raise a glass to your memory. Appreciate it. And don't you get Helen in any deeper trouble than this. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is. If you see it, tell her I, I miss her. Okay. Sure. Now get the hell out of here. I got, I got a place to run. Mm-hmm. Okay. At this point, I think it's going to be... Um, take a look at Hillier's. We're sort of late morning, middle of the day-ish. Okay. So there are going to be people around, warehouse people come and go. Wholesale um, wholesale uh, business closed to the public, says a... Ah. Um, doesn't appear to be anybody guarding the place. Yeah, but that means they're going to know the people who are supposed to be there. Hmm. I'm just feeling a sense of time pressure here. Okay. Um, There's a thing called a lucky break, which I need to look the rules up for. Uh, We are not mentioned here. You need a lucky break from time to time. And if you should happen to spend a lucky break at this moment, when I'm indicating it to you, why the heck? Is there an index on this thing? If you, if you can you can sacrifice one edge or one luck and uh, or one push uh, to gain a lucky break and get easy access. Okay, let's do that. I'll hand back that quick reactions. Uh huh. Which seems like the sort of thing that might get me in unnoticed anyway. Well, in, I see. In a narrative it, sense. Okay. Well, you slink in. And, uh. And you come across a guy who your every instinct tells you is not connected. He's not a wise guy in any shape or form. He looks like a downtrodden, honest, uh son of the proletariat and he says yeah help you yeah just looking at uh, looking at cleaning the place up a bit what no I'm not showing you a badge because I'm not the sort of guy who carries a badge hey but if you've seen anything that uh, shouldn't be the way it is word might be passed. Hey, uh, looks at like you a bit puzzled. Hey, uh, we, we pay, we pay, uh, taxes. A consideration for the, those sort of magazines, he says. Uh, I, 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 I He's looking around as if for somebody to help him here with this crazy person who's just come in. I, I may have misinterpreted your your, your implication of honesty. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, 
Well, he does not look. He does not look connected. Yeah. Uh, that's all fine. But you know, you can save yourself some trouble. You know, there's there's some guys that officialdom takes interest in. There's some guys that officialdom just doesn't really care about because they didn't do anything too serious, did they? What's what you going on about, man? You're, you're crazy. Uh, this is. Uh, he opens his mouth to say respect. Re- remem- remember Chicago. Remem- huh? Remember what happened to that to that um, well-known businessman and philanthropist when he didn't keep up with his taxes. Look, you, you want to speak to the boss? You don't want to speak. I just no work need here. To do that. No. I just work here. Please. Ah. Uh. He's looking around. You're, you're looking. Your lucky streak is only going to last just so long. <laughs> now, what I was actually after was, was something more along. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't know the thing I'm trying for. There's uh, there, there's a lot of pallets with uh, with wrapped newspapers and magazines on them. Uh, there's an office up there. Um, there are some trucks standing about. There is nobody else, obviously, in sight, though he looks as if he's expecting somebody. Yeah. <sighs> you didn't see me. We're all happier that way. What, what, what I'm after, yeah. basically, what, what the, the knowledge I would like to gain, and I realise this is not the direct, directly... Yeah. Um, Something, something I can look for, is if somebody were to disappear, who would be the guys to handle it? Now, that's not going to be written down anyway, because they're not stupid. Well, maybe they are stupid, but they're probably not that stupid. It's... I do actually have investigative ability accounting. There's an office up there. Yeah. Let, let's, let's look for mysterious cash payments. Okay. The magazines go in, the magazines go out. That's fine. We don't care about that. You head up to the office, and there's nobody in there at this instant. And you go through what appears to be a lot of piles of perfectly normal, perfectly rational books. And at this point, a guy comes in through the door and says, Who the hell are you? He has an air of being in charge, and in contrast to the guy below, yeah, this guy is connected. This guy has done some stuff. This guy is not primarily an accountant or warehouseman. <laughs> there isn't really a... Yeah. Um, I see no bluff ability here. What would be appropriate? Well, Sadly, probably cool. Um, but intimidation look. would uh, would work. Yeah, possibly shades of that. Um, let's just say head office was a little concerned. <laughs> All right. Um, right. Head office. Nothing serious. 
Just want to clear you want to be speaking to Mr. Siegel, not or Mr. Cohen, not me. Just a little irregularity here and there. <sighs> the, the, the books here are, are perfectly good. The, none of the, none of that stuff goes through here. We that's, just, the way, that's the way it should be. Yeah. Look, but you know, sometimes people know things they shouldn't. Of course, some, sometimes they they are supposed not to know things anymore, and then maybe they do after all, and that's not the way it should be. That's uh, look, 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 Mac. You, you're going to have to. Uh, you got a mechanic. You got somebody who takes care of people who know stuff. Well, yeah. And then they come back later, and they don't know stuff. Oh. Well, yeah, uh, look, as I say... And then I'm out of your hair. I didn't handle that. That's great. We're talking about the broad, yeah? Mm-hmm. I... And maybe the job doesn't wasn't done as well as maybe it should have been. I... I... I, I hurt you... But look, look, Mickey handled all of that. Mm-hmm. Mickey knows a guy, and and Mickey handled all of that. I mean, if she had the books, then Mickey's got them. That's fine. It's... And where would Mickey be right now? I'd have to ask around. And something about that, something about the fact you don't know where Mickey is, makes him go, what the hell do you say you were exactly? I didn't. No names. He, he says, I, I gotta make a call. And he moves towards his phone and towards his desk, and what do you do? Uh-oh. Looking for a chance to pull a quick fade. Okay, I think that is a uh, test against... Let me see now. Stealth. Uh, that's a ten. Yeah, you're out of the, the, the room before he gets the drawer with the gun in unstuck. Mm-hmm. And out of the building before he gets to the, uh, to the uh, door of his... Um... Now, Mickey rings a bell purely on your streetwise ability, um, you know there's a guy called Mickey Cohen who is somehow connected with the with, with Bugsy Siegel. That much you can pick up from... I was I was thinking I might uh, talk to Ted, who, who would have more, better information, because, let's face it, police department like that, they know who all the guys are. Some of the guys turn up with yeah. money for them. improvised radio theatre with dice and if you wish to send us lists of your superstitions then please do so at 
send a mes- message on the website or uh, email podcast at tekeli.ly. And if you want to set us challenges, please do it after the first week in January. Though, if, if you want me to do research for a game, my uh, rates are probably quite reasonable. Like Sherlock Holmes's, they are adjustable upon a sliding scale. For me, they're always the cocaine bottle. (laughs) Next time.